Hey, y'all. So, I mean, no need to go through the formalities, right? It's 7.30 on a Wednesday night. So, it must be time for the Natalie Sugar Brown Show, okay? Where? Me, Natalie Sugar Brown, a woman boxer, been doing it for years, not new to this, but true to this, shares my platform with you guys, my misfits, my people that chime in, and we talk about the authentic perspective of a woman in women's boxing. Okay, we talk about the news and we talk about what's going up, what's going down, and what we want to come around in this industry of women's boxing that now all of a sudden everyone is starting to love, which, you know, I mean, you got some people, but we're not talking about them. We're talking about y'all out there that love us. Okay, women boxers, women in boxing, women who box. Okay, so yeah, um, not sure how long how how long tonight's chat's gonna be, and I'm not sure who's going to chime in, but um, we're talking about that tonight's episode is titled "And the New" because. Not only we got, do we have uh, new champions uh, coming, coming on in the rankings and and coming on the scene, but we we got some new, we we got some new tea brewing, okay? And so let's start. Let's start. I think I'm. I think my lovely assistants may have an image or two to share tonight. Let's see. What. What's the gal? Who's the broad that we're talking about? Okay. So, Natasha Jonas. And here she is with one belt. And here she is, itty-bitty Natasha Jonas. Okay. Um, Natasha Jonas just fought uh, Eva DeCare to a decision, I believe... Um, Anybody who's chiming in, I forgot. I, I, I'm I'm not sure. I don't think it was in Quebec. Um, but they just fought over the weekend, and Natasha Jonas with her badass coming up from 132 pounds to now taking all the belts in um middle middle in the middleweight division so that's like that's 154 okay so this this broad this broad who was on the brink of you know not not being what we all thought she was going to be at 132 spinning back on on everybody spinning back on them and not only is the, I mean, I love the spin back. You know, not only is the spin back real, the spin back is is like savage. Okay, she's taking all the belts. She's beating up all the broads in 154, okay? Not knocking them out, but she's beating them up. And... I've mentioned this before about this baddie right here. 
I always get it jammed. Ah, this baddie right here, okay, she can fight. And at the end of the day, if you can fight, you got a long life in this game, okay? So she's proven herself. Um, I, I think she's proving herself to be a more substantial um, body, person, woman in this game, in women's boxing, where she's not just gatekeeping. She didn't just gatekeep one weight class. What she did was she said, oh, I'm going to go where uh, I'm good at and I, I'm going to make it something. So she went from 132 to 154. Um, Michael Orr comes in. Hey, Mike. Hey, you. Um, Michael Orr comes in and, and, and I love when he comes in with the facts, when he does come in, he says, Jonas versus Decare was in the UK. So it was in homegirl's backyard because Jonas is from the UK. And to be honest, the only place that probably would have made, uh, nope. I'm not even going to say it. It wouldn't have made as much money. It probably wouldn't have made any money in Quebec, where the Cade is from. And and it it, it might have taken it must have taken a lot of um, moolah to get the Cade to fight out of her hometown because she's a hometown fighter. She don't get off of her porch, the Cade. But Jonas now, you know, um, she. she she brought her out. She invited. She said, "Come to come to my crib. You want to fight for this belt? Let's go." They fought for this belt. Now this was, I mean, th th these were the titles now that um, were up and in question, and and there was some hoopla about earlier um, in in the fall before um, the mega match between Clarissa Shields and. Um, Savannah Marshall because uh, Clarissa Shields actually had some equity down in this weight division. Okay, so uh, Clarissa Shields um, held a title down in here. I think she even held the, the ringside um, belt, magazine belt or title or whatever it is. And we all know, everybody knows in boxing, and, and I want to say this, but I mean, it's tradition, it's the culture, um, not ringside, but ring magazine. The ring magazine is the Bible of boxing. Okay. Um, so-called, I don't, I don't call it the gospel. I don't call it the, the, the Bible, but you know, ring magazine ha has, has, um, been holding that that title and that that um that prestige for some years now and so uh clarissa shields held their title and conveniently uh before the mega match and before this matchup between um jonas and decare uh clarissa shields was stripped of that and these two ladies um, had a chance to go at it. And now I believe Jonas possesses that title. Michael Orr chimes in and says, 
that fight would have made no money in Montreal. Right? Talk that talk, Mike. It wouldn't have made no money. And at the end of the day, if it ain't making no money, that shit must be funny. <laughs> right? It's a joke. Right? Because now women's boxing, it's not like back in the time when this old crone used to fight for the love and the heart and just to say she's the baddest, you know, baddest broad or whatever. Now, if it don't make dollars, it don't make sense in women's boxing. And I love it. I love it. That's where we always wanted to be. We want. We always wanted to have these money fights, these money talks, these these spotlights that would would generate more um, revenue in the industry. And so Natasha Jonas is one of the faces now, and I love that. Um, and I love what she represents in making this thing real. Women's boxing, right? they're making money they're able to take care um take care of themselves take them make a living have their families and do this thing straight up right um michael orr says the ring magazine was first published in 1922 as a boxing and wrestling magazine see what i'm saying so mike comes in with the facts always i love it Ever since 1922, how many years is that? How many years is that? We're in 2022, so a hundred? Yeah. Okay, centurion type things. Okay, so that's that's historical, right? So, I mean, holding a, a title that is um, that is linked to them has holds some weight and before you know women weren't even acknowledged in ring magazine as much as we fought that's why now we i mean it's popular now to have to be talking about women's boxing i mean it's it's kind of I, I am throwing shade all of a sudden everybody knows about it everybody's talking about it everybody has an opinion about it but where y'all asses was at right where your asses was at when WIBA and um, WBA and, and all of them belts was the only belts that we were fighting for as women boxing, the WBAN belt. What do y'all know about those titles, right? Y'all have an opinion and, and now y'all are talking about this broad, this broad, but there's layers to this mug onion. Okay, and y'all gotta know these. Y'all gotta know these facts. Y'all gotta know these things, right? Because in order for you to know who was what and 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 the real about this, right? You gotta know who was giving us our real props ever since. Okay, um, Michael Orr says it definitely would have made some money in Toronto at the Rebel Entertainment Complex. Oh no, Mike, I feel like you trying to drop, you trying to, you trying to sell something on my show? Huh? Rebel Entertainment Complex. I don't know, I thought like I was, 
I was that T, I was the T.O. girl at one time, right? I mean, there was a lot of other bras, but Sugar was making it shake out there. And I, I just don't see now where all of a sudden there's enough people that's going to buy uh, a ticket to watch uh, Dikere fight, especially, and I'm going to keep it real, Montreal fighters are Montreal fighters. They're not Canadian fighters. They don't rep the set like that, right? Sugar rep the set, even though, I mean, I may not be Canadian, you know, like that, like that, but I mean, they, Canada welcomed me into the family. They, they, they welcome Sugar for who she, she is and, and love her for that. And that's why I mean my that's where my that's where my um my belly button is rooted you know what I'm saying as a fighter because uh Canada Canada showed should love um and and I'll always be grateful for that even though there was some hating ass mofos uh in Canada that was stopping abroad but you can't like when when some you can't really stop a badass, right? So I mean that. Um I don't know if it would have made as much money as it at I don't know if Natasha Jonas versus Eva Decare would have made as much money or Decare would have made as much money, even Natasha Jonas, if they fought in Toronto as opposed to UK. We talking pounds. That Canadian dollar shallow. I mean, I'm sorry, y'all might, the money ain't long in Canada, right? The money ain't really long and it ain't strong, if you know what I mean. And you know, us ladies, we like the long and strong. I mean, sometimes, you know, the, the, the short and light, the, the, that'll work out too, but you know, you can't lose with long and strong <laughs> but we're gonna keep it pg okay so um my host chimes in and says the ring title can be awarded when number one and number two fighters face one another or when the number one and two contenders choose not to fight one another and either of them fight the number three number four or number five the winner may be awarded the ring belt. So I suppose the ring belt is just to, to keep the, the contention going in a weight class because um, anyone, I mean, it's up for grabs by anyone from ranked number one to number five. I think that's a fair deal, right? Um, all you got to do is, you know, you get get up in the top five, which I was in the top five in in, in my division, right? It, if if you you're solid, if you've lived in the top five in your weight division, okay. Uh, Michael Orr says maybe you need to make a return to the ring at Rebel. You know what? I mean, I've been thinking about it, Mike. I really have. Like my people, my CP, my Canadian um, professional boxing organiza organization, C what is it? CPBO. My people, them, they calling me. They want to give me that belt, but I wouldn't know. Mike, who should I fight? 
who should I make a comeback and fight for that title? Because I'm really thinking about it, right? I'm, I'm, I'm really thinking about dusting off the gloves and calling Coach Sergey. He back from Ukraine now, so we can get so we could probably get some going. Get my get my um conditioning coach together. He the baddest man that ever did it in Canada, right? Get the get Team Too Bad back together. And 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 see if sugar can sugar can get back in the mix. I mean, I'm thinking about it, right? Um, the money don't sound right yet. You know what I'm saying? And my bones are soft, and my skin. Look at you see, sugar done got juicy out here. They they stop calling me. Uh, I mean, I still get called sugar, but they starting to call me juicy now. I don't know why. Why stuff done got juicier? I guess. Listen, listen. <laughs> Y'all got it's all it's not even ha it's not even 20 minutes into the show and y'all got me acting a damn fool. Stop. Okay. Um Michael Orr says it's colored like monopoly money. Um and I mean Cana Canadian money is fun money, okay? I, I like it. Um having money all the same color is boring. <laughs> Um, ain't nothing boring about money. Okay, let, let me just make that clear. But of all the places that I've been and all the currencies that I've spent, I must say that I do, um, I do find Canadian money being uh, the most interesting currency I've I've ever had the experience to possess. Okay. Um, Michael Orr says, get team too bad together and then you can sprinkle a little bit of General Cedric in it. Listen, now you cook it. Now we cooking up something real nice. I would listen, is Seti get in the mix? You know it's over, okay? But who's on the hit list though? I, that's what I want to hear, right? Um, Maybe McCaskill will... Uh, will let let us have a go at our at at the right weight this time right you know let maybe mccaskill will have enough gonads to fight sugar at 140 or 147 you know um i think that would still be an interesting fight i do um michael orr says i like how that sounds me too um you just never know, right? You just never know. But we're talking about, you know, we're talking about this baddie right here. So congratulations to Natasha Jonas for her victory and, and for her um, accomplishments as a fighter. She's not only a fighter, she's, she's, a, she's a woman's woman to me. I mean, she's kind of, she kind of, she kind of corny, you know, like when she, in her interviews and whatnot, you know, I'm, I'm not even going to lie. And I'm not throwing it no shade at her, but she's kind of dry. You know what I'm saying? She don't, as much as she can fight, you know, I, I think she should talk a little bit more with, with a little bit more moxie. I think she should show a little bit more, you know, a, a, a little bit more of that grit that she, that she exhibits in that ring. Not saying that she needs to get grimy, but you know, have a, 
I, girl, you can be cocky out here. You can, you can have, have a, get that little chip on your shoulder. Okay. You deserve it. And if anybody, I mean, if I were you, if, if anybody have something to say, you, you are definitely somebody that they would need to answer to. Right. So, um, it's floating around out here that maybe there's a potential, uh, Shields versus Jonas in the wings one day. Maybe we'll see. Um, my concern about this is Natasha, before you call Clarissa in, in the mix, right? Because let's have some respect that, that bit is bad. Clarissa is bad out here. Okay. Um, she is a great, okay. She's a great fighter. She's done it all. She's, she's beat every obstacle, every monster that they tried to make to put in front of her to defeat her. She has beat all the odds. Okay. So you ain't ready for that. That's King Kong right there in women's boxing. Please make some more money. Okay, because that that is it. I mean, please make some more money. Please add some more value to your division. Please add uh, add a little bit more ground to the playing field. Bring some more broads in. Let's see some good legitimate faces that now you can make into somebody because you're giving them an opportunity, a platform to showcase if they are on your level or not. That's what I want all of these baddies to do, right? It's not, I really don't give a shit if you win, if you're winning. I care about if you can fight. We need more women out here that can fight, right? Because a lot of these, a, a, a lot of these paper tie. There's still, there's still paper tigers out here. There's still paper tigering out here. There's still pa cherry picking out here. There's still, you know, hopping to weaker weight divisions out here. And we need to clear all that shit out. We really do, right? We 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 need some some legitimate women out here that's whooping ass. And, and, and that's and, and making money, right? And, and that's what we want. That's what we want to see. That's what we want to see in women's boxing. It, it, it ain't enough now just to be a pretty face and going out in there and, and throwing blows, right? Now you got to have some legitimacy behind you. You got to, you got to have skills to pay the bills. Um, Now, like I said, she's a woman's woman, meaning uh, this woman, Natasha Jonas has lived life. Okay. She's big. She's grown from a young woman, a, a young lady into a grown ass woman into this sport, right? She, she started boxing. I think she was a young and she was in her teens boxing. Okay. She became, um, she, she had her, she got relationships, uh, became a, a, a wife while she was a boxer, okay, became a mother while she was a boxer. I'm sure she's somebody's daughter, sister, friend, 
and maintain that life, the ups and downs of it. She's a divorcee now, single mother, still doing this. So I call that a woman's woman, right? Because not only is she living the life of a, a woman, woman out here, of like us women out here, but she's also living the life of a female fighter. And she's living the life that us female fighters dreamed of, have always dreamed of, meaning we're not having to do no side hustles. We're not trying to, well, we, we're not having to do anything else outside of just boxing. Now she gets to, she's doing this and she's a fighter. She gets to be a fighter for a living. Okay. I'm, I, I tried to live as close as the dream as I could. You know, I, I had many gigs outside of, of boxing. I, I think I would may have been one of the first, um, of, my generation or of my kind to have been able to make, to be a boxer, a female, a woman boxer, um, for the majority of my, um, uh, of what I, how I, um, lived my life or have, have, had lived my life while I was an active fighter. So I mostly, most of my income came from boxing um, and, and anything that came from the world of boxing. I didn't have to do any other gigs. I was authentically a person that lived in that world. I had handlers. I had um, uh, opportunities. I played in movies. I modeled. I did all of these things through boxing and because I was a boxer and I fought and um, I was a high value fighter. So I went to camps. I was paid to go to camps. I was paid uh, to train uh, with other fighters. Uh, I was uh, paid really well to train other fighters, to train with other fighters. Uh, I was handled very well by the best handlers, meaning I was taken care of. So, um, uh, not showing off, but, uh, it was a, it was, it was a great ride. Um, so now Natasha Jonas and, and, and Bumgarden, uh, Alicia Bumgardner and Clarissa Shields, Clarissa Shields just made her money for the whole last year. She ain't got to fight no more for the rest of the year. Uh, probably for the rest of the time until this time next year. Who knows, right? Um, and the, the, she's gonna have to let the she's gonna have to let the 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 pool fill back up with sharks, right? Because I I think she has cleared enough of the these maybes or cleared enough of these contenders um, for a while. Yeah. Uh, I mean, these things are happening. No one's really reveling in the whole uh, Katie Taylor versus Amanda Serrano super or mega match anymore. I mean, they, I think Amanda Serrano has fought since, but it, it ain't really made no noise. Katie Taylor might've fought like they not making no noise. 
but Natasha Jonas is making noise right now. So I like that. Natasha, come on now, bring some contenders to the to the table. Like I said, Raquel Miller versus Natasha Jonas would be a very good match, right? Uh, Raquel Miller is a crone now. She has a good amateur background. Um, she's, I, I think at one, at middleweight, she would be entertaining to watch versus Natasha Jonas. And it, it would be an interesting fight to see how Natasha Jonas would navigate uh, a, a, against a, a contender like uh, Raquel Miller. Uh, there, there are uh, a lot of other contenders out there at middleweight, but like I said, you know, I don't, I don't look at them. If if they are sub ten, I'm not looking at them. If they're not fighting other killers, I'm not looking at them. Okay, so this is where we at. I may wrap up a little sooner than later because no one else is chiming in except for Mike. Maybe it's that time of year. Um, I know it's turkey time in the states. I don't, uh, and I know it's 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 getting real cold and frosty um, up north. And I'm not sure what the uh, how the weather is going over there in the UK. I think it's getting. I think it might be really chilly over there as well. I'm not sure. That's my my. Um, sucky um uk accent but um michael Orr chimes in saying jonas versus harper not yet not yet that match needs some seasoning both these fights are in the future of course mike both of those fights are in the future but let's i mean listen i'm not interested in harper unless she's unless she start doing something. Um, who did a Harper fight? Let um, Michael Orr said, let's see champions fight champions. Nah, I'm kind of bored with that bullshit. Remember, these champions are buying their way into the party. I want to see some contenders. Like, I'm not even going to lie. I watched bare knuckle boxing, fighting. I watched the lingerie boxing. I watched basement fighting. Yeah, that's my thing. I like, I'm sugar. I, I love to fight. I love fight, right? So I watch all of those different platforms. I watch contenders from all of those different places because I'm not going to lie. Sugar, sugar been in, in some of them places a time or two too. I'm not, I'm not even going to lie. Like I, when the memoir comes out, y'all just don't even know. Right. Uh, I, I, I've had to, I, I, I've had to fight. <laughs> right. So like I stay interested in those platforms because those platforms, the experiences from those kind of platforms had, has been pinnacle in my growth as a fighter. Okay, and there are some great fighters and great contenders in those other facets of women boxing, right? It's it's not as formal any as as women's boxing has gotten, but at one time it was all on the same level, right? Same women's bare knuckle was on the same level as women boxing. 
okay? Basement boxing was on the same level as women boxing, right? We just had, we, level meaning awareness, okay? Because they have their crowd just like we had our crowd, okay? It's just that now we have, we are on a more legitimate platform. That's what it is. That's what it is. We, our platform is more legit. We get to, we, we're sitting on the same stage as the men's now, where we weren't getting those type of, we, we weren't getting those shots before. We weren't, we, we weren't seen in that way before. So um, I watch those. There's a lot of great women fighters uh, in uh, the, the lingerie boxing, the basement boxing, the bare knuckle boxing, the bar boxing. Women's fight. Women are fighting out here. We always been. And I would love for some of those broads to transfer over in, in, in our realm. Why? I mean, I'm not talking about the MMA because the MMA is different. MMA is different in a sense where Sugar always says styles make fights, right? MMA is not a style for boxing or conducive to boxing, right? Like they're finding next, you know, we rolling around on the floor and you you catch me with the full nails and blah, 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 right? We're not doing that. The footwork is different. Y'all do all this, you know, hokey jokey stuff and it works for y'all, but that's not, that's not our speed. But a broad who is a bare knuckle fighter can fight a woman boxer. A broad who boxes in lingerie can box a woman boxer. A broad who put the gloves on and she's boxing unsanctioned fights in the basement or in the strip club can fight a women boxer because guess what? That's where we used to come from, right? When when Suge first started boxing in the am, as an amateur, I was one of the first amateurs but women were fighting before. Guess where we? Guess where they were coming from? And it's legit, right? You, we did what we had to do. So I, I, I want to see some more talent come from the belly of the beast, which is women behaving badly. That's what it's always been, right? We we have a legitimate platform now, but we've always been women behaving badly. So bring some of them women into women's boxing so we can make the pool deeper, right? It ain't it ain't protocol, and it it, it ain't a sure shot. These Olympians, that's good. You got Olympic pedigree. I want to see a bad bitch that came out the strip club that became a champion now. I want that story. Clarissa Shields done sealed the deal. Young girl out of Detroit. I, Katie Taylor too, young girl, soccer player, whose parents said, you can do it in the Olympics and good. You walked a clean route. I wanna see that broad that now walked a grimy tightrope. Yeah, because 
They're legit too. They have stories too. They deserve a come up too. They can legitimately fight too. They may not fight clean and they might not fight the way these Olympian, Olympic girls fight, but they are fighters nonetheless and they can fight and they are tough and they are smart and they can win. So I wanna see some of these unconventional broads come up, right? Eddie Hearn and what's his name? Top Rank and De La Hoya and all of these guys now that y'all are behind us women. Well, come on, bring another story to the mix. Make it more interesting, right? Find a scrappy, find a scrappy broad out of one of these gutters and make her into a champion. I'll pay money for that story. I'll buy it. Okay, because this 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 candy coated shit is 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 getting boring now, y'all. It's getting boring now, y'all. Okay. It's always been about women behaving badly, just like just like in the men, right? Did you know you you had um Joe Frazier who used to uh, pop the neck, used to literally pop the cow's necks. He was a, a butcher, like he, he I mean, uh, like he he'd slaughter cows with his bare hands, and then he became a boxing world champion. Well, where's the who's that broad? The only broad I know that became a a, a, a great. She's a great fighter is Tori Nelson. And nobody talks about Tori Nelson like that. But Tori Nelson, right, came in the game as a crone, won all her titles as a crone. I'm gonna do, I'm gonna do a show about Tori. I love Tori. And she's so humble with it. She talked to anybody, right? But she she one of the baddest mothers out there. You heard? Okay. With a smile on her face and just as humble and kick your ass. Whoop your ass. Uh, Omar Johnson chimes in. Everyone spread the word. This is something that needs to get out. 100. Hey, Omar Johnson. Thanks for chiming in. Thanks. Yes, y'all. Spread the word. Like, subscribe, share this sugar. But yeah, I mean... That's a story that I definitely bought, and I think that should have had more um, attention. But it's because Tori Nelson uh, was a was a crone, and they didn't really want to market her um, her story and, and and a crone at the time that she was coming through. But noteworthy story, okay? Noteworthy fighter. She 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 had all the belts, and I believe she had all the belts at uh, middleweight and um, and uh, welterweight one forty seven. A good fight that would have would have been uh, well a good match that would have been very interested and probably super would have had would have been Tori Nelson versus Jessica McCaskill. 
all of y'all brainiacs out there that are talking about y'all are giving the number one authentic and whatever information on women's boxing. Well, let's talk about it. Let's 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 bring it back, right? Do y'all know about Tori Nelson, right? Do y'all know? Okay, so Tori Nelson versus Jessica McCaskill would have been mwah, an excellent fight. Um, Trifeme Scott. Okay, we we got some we got some feminine energy because I see your picture, Trifeme chiming in, uh, saying sugar, mad knowledge in the game. Trifeme's got everyone leave a like. I'm liking what y'all are saying. Everyone, leave a like, okay? My people are starting to chime in and I like I, I like how it sounds in, in the room. I like how it sounded in the room. Michael Orr says, Nelson, 20 wins, two losses, three draws. That's a good record, okay? So they built her good, but she was solid. She was legit. Uh, Yep, Tori Nelson, five foot six, 64 inch reach, and a dog in there. Okay. Meaning she, I mean, she is the, she, she is who Jessica McCaskill would want to be like one day, right? If McCaskill gets her, her shit together and actually, get some skills and and tries to be a, a proper fighter meaning a proper fighter meaning like you're not relying on your people scamming other fighters and and buying your way into position you're really going through you you really going through the motions and you're training and you're fighting and and you're you're turning your talent into something that produces in the ring right you're not just beating up on 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 people that you that you're set up to beat tori nelson was moved very well but she took the chances that she needed to take and she conquered right she 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 moved up the way she should have. And that's what made her, that's what made her legitimate in the game, right? I believe she did have a bit of amateur experience, but she wasn't no amateur this and that and this. She was just somebody, she was a fighter that got the opportunity. She wasn't, she wasn't, it wasn't clean, clear and clean cut for her. She got the opportunities and she stepped up and she did what she had to do. Michael Orr says she fought Shields and Hammer, okay? So she fought Clarissa Shields and, and Tori Nelson is a welter, was a welterweight, 147, right? Um, we were around at the same time. I would have fought Tori, right? And I knew that, I know, I know that shit would have been a knockdown drag out, right? But it would have been an honor to be in there fighting her because sugar ain't letting up neither okay so i mean these are these that's what i'm saying these are the matches that need to happen so it's not champions need to be fighting champions it's real fighters need to come on the scene 
right? Real fighters need to fight. These champions need to now start fighting real fighters to legitimize their value out here because it's really just not enough to have a belt. We, if y'all been watching the sugar show and keeping up, belts are bought. They're not won. Okay, so it's not enough just to have a belt. You gotta be about your you gotta be about your business. You gotta be about this life. You got to be able to stand in there with the the big girls, the 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 big broads, the big crones. Um Michael Orr says she fought Shields uh Tori Nelson, which is not who's pictured here, but Tori Nelson fought. Clarissa Shields and uh, Christina Hammer six months apart, so she must have been she must have been the gatekeeper that opened the door or let punk ass Hammer know if she could handle Shields or not, right? Because it wasn't Shields. Shields ain't no punk. Christina Hammer, I, I'm saying it is a punk, right? You seen she hasn't fought since. I don't think she's fought properly since Shields whooped her ass, right? So that there's the story. But this welterweight now stepped up to fight super middleweight champion Chris, Clarissa Shields and heavyweight champion Christina Hammer, Tori Nelson. I wish y'all had a, a an image of Tori Nelson that y'all could just throw up there because... I mean, it was about to, I mean, the show is, and the new, right? But now Tori Nelson is the person that I'm talking about because, you know, she is the woman, she, she is the woman that um, has set the tone for this uh, Natasha Jonas come up. She did, she set the tone. Right, it was fighters like Tori, because there were fighters before Tori, Terry Blair in them, right? That they they weren't clean cut, but they would fight anybody, right? And 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 they passed the test. They would always make sure they passed the test, because ain't nobody buying their way through. They know they had to work. Um, Michael Orr said. Tori Nelson went the distance with both fighters. So with Clarissa Shields and Christina Hammer. Um, and those are her only two losses. Now we talking about great Tori Nelson. Um, Michael Orr says she fought Shields at 165 and Hammer at 158. Christina Hammer went down to 158. Wow. Um, but Christina Hammer was heavyweight champion. So, I mean, maybe that fight, because I'm going to give Christina Hammer some credit now. You are a totally different fighter when you drop down so far from your weight class. I, I mean, I'm not, I'm not. I, I, I'm not telling you something that I read about. I'm telling you something that I've it's I've done. 
it's 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 worked for me and it has not worked for me okay so you are a totally different fighter when you drop all the way down as well as when you climb up right so um i'll give hammer some credit maybe if nelson had fought hammer in in closer to her weight class it may not have been a distance fight because hammer got heavy hands um michael orr said um she stayed at her weight until her last fight um michael orr says hammer has been fighting sub tens since her loss to shields you see what i'm saying and she had a belt she held she held a belt for all that time right she that punk ass sat on a belt for all that time and after you got your ass handed to you by a middleweight you've been fighting sub 10 fighters since that would have been your time to get back on the horse christina hammer fought chris nate fight chris namus fight some of these um crones and broads that are still legitimate out here but you out here fighting some sub tens for what to get the number back up it's not that type of party anymore okay hammer you always been you always been on that old shit, right uh carissa shields jo joked you at the press conference talking about she brought that old ass um wbc belt here like, girl stop stop you have enough money you you got enough clout over there to get to get up to date okay um hammer you do something girl fight somebody um fight hannah hannah gabriel hannah hannah gabriel is uh heavyweight now too she's a heavyweight fighter now too right y'all get together and, and do something because Hannah could be punkish too, right? Y'all do something with that weight. Stop, stop playing this game. Um, uh, Michael Orr says, correction, after her fight with Shields, she fought Florence Mathoni, 12 wins, eight losses, and two draws, where she won unanimous decision in eight rounds. Okay, so Florence Mathoni, sounds like she's an african fighter and africa is coming up with their women boxers i'm not even going i, I i'm seeing it right the them 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 african uh women boxers are coming on strong and they're they're having they're getting support um from from their people from their market and their crowd over there so i'm very proud of them um for doing that but they still have a long way to go as far as depth of talent pool and experience. So even though Florence Mathoni uh, may have been 12 wins, eight losses and two draws, those 12 wins might've been against other sub 10, sub 10 African fighters or sub 10 fighters that were probably 
three and O and two and O and all of that stuff. So I don't play that numbers garbage. You got to wake up pretty early in the morning to get something over on sugar as in women's boxing at this point. Numbers don't move me. Okay, I know I know what that means. And I know where you if if you're coming from a certain place or if you're repping a certain set, I know what your profile looks like. I know what your skid row might, is probably is. Okay? That's the thing about this, the Natalie Sugar Brown show. Okay? Straight from the hip, no bullshit. Okay, I have no loyalty to anybody but the truth. So if you doing right, sugar going tell you you're doing right. If you're not doing right, if you're not doing right out here, sugar's going to call it. Right? And ain't nobody hands in my pocket. All right? And and I think that's what keeps the playing field interesting. And that's what's going to I mean, this is my way of still um it's my way of of giving back to this industry. I'm so thankful. I'm so grateful for what women's boxing has made me. Things have could have gone ex, like much better, you know, for Suge in this career. But I I am not disappointed in uh, what I've become, and it's because of those who have kept it 100 with me, even, even when it hurt. Okay. So I'm keeping it 100 with all the y'all out here, fighters that are coming up, right? Y'all broads out there, y'all baddies out here, they're still fighting in the strip club, still fighting in the basements, right? Bare knuckle fighting, lingerie fighting. I see you. Yes, girl. I listen. And you still good with me. Come on over to women's boxing, right? Come on, the, just dust the path off because it was always there. Come make some money over here. Come make us some money, right? Come come make some money with us, okay? Because um, I, 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 I just wanna keep it I just want to keep it transparent that this game is has always been women behaving badly. Okay? And it doesn't matter where you've come from. You have a fighting chance in this industry and if you have a talent to do that, you don't have to have been an Olympian. You don't have to have been a, of a certain ped- pedigree. Just have the heart and be true and do this thing with all of your might and do and, 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 and grow as a person in this and you'll get to the top, I promise you, because boxing in itself is a karmatic. I don't want, I, I hate calling it a sport. Boxing is a karmatic lifestyle. It's a lifestyle. And the ones that you see beat up and, you know, going through stuff, it's karmatic. 
and the ones who you see blossom and bloom and make it out of it with their face and their faculties, it's karmatic. Trust me. Trust me. I mean, y'all want to talk about Muhammad Ali? It's karmatic. Okay, because there have been fighters just as great as Muhammad Ali that have done their time and, and, and they came and left, right? My man, Sugar Ray Robinson. I mean, even though they talk about, and he wasn't great at his finances and, and he, he was the one that paved the way. He was one that paved the way. So he wasn't very smart in his business dealings. But in the end, Sugar Ray Robinson, the original sugar, the real sugar, was pretty as a button when he closed his eyes for the very last time. Karma. Okay, he could put two sentences together still. Karma. Okay, so I mean, we, we far into the show right now. Michael Orr says, Hammer's last four fights were held in Germany. She don't leave her porch. I'm sure she was terrified when her ass had to come over to the West to fight Clarissa Shields because she has never left her porch. I mean, that's nasty. That's gross, okay? We're, we're not doing that anymore. Let's not do that. Let's stop doing that, right? Take the risk. Leave your porch. Fight. Now people are accountable, okay? Yeah, they done killed a couple girls in, in Quebec. Okay, they killed the one girl in Quebec and, and it, it's very sad that that happened. She's not the first woman that has died in women's boxing, but she certainly is the, the one of the ones that, um, there's accountability for, okay? Um, then we had one who uh, was beaten to a pulp over there in, in, is it Ireland? Was it Ireland? I think it was Ireland. Rankin did it, right? So, you know, um, like now there's accountability. Right, so you don't have to be scared or you don't have to play that bullshit ass, I don't leave my porch um, game, okay? Now, we wanna see that. About my father's business. What, I you ain't been, you ain't checked in in a long time. Where you been at? Give me some answers. Uh, about my father's business says, what's up, just coming in, sugar? Glad to see you about my father's business. Um, I mean, tell me what's good where you at? Tell me what's good where you at? Are there any bad broads um, around where you at uh, about my father's business? Talking about just working. I'm sure you are just working. Um, well, thank you. And, 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 and thanks for chiming in and taking the time to come see Sugar. Okay. Um, let me know if if, or if, if if any of you guys let me know who who these upcoming unheard of baddies 
are that y'all are seeing out here that y'all might be impressed with, okay? Um, I, I like to hear about the grassroots uh, level too. I like to hear the grassroots out here. You know, at, at one time, sugar was a grass root. <laughs> okay, and and um, hard work make you make you grow and climb. Um, so yeah, y'all who are just chiming in, we're talking about you know that that this broad right here, Natasha Jonas, who just fought a Canadian, um, uh, Eva de Carey, um, who I guess she's supposed to be the jam over there in Montreal, but she beat her. Uh, for, for the middleweight uh, title uh, over here, over there in UK. And you know what? As far as uh, Decare, I, 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 I'm going to make a suggestion, baby girl. Sit your ass down somewhere now. Sit down. Yeah, sit down. Um, It's starting to look bad. You're starting to look bad out here. Like, you're always going for these titles and losing. You need to, you, you, you need to leave and come back again. Like you need to reinvent yourself. Okay. It, what you're doing right now is just not working. And the attention you're getting for it is going to start to play against you. Okay. It's still that it's still a game in that sense, Dikere. Okay, so we we want to put a little spotlight on you. You're you're a high profile opponent now, which may be which may have gotten you opportunities and may have gotten you paid. But ain't you tired? Ain't you tired? Ain't you tired, Miss? Right? Don't don't you want to be don't don't you want to be relevant? Right? It, it's it you're starting you're starting not to be a contender okay um fight for that canadian title get the canadian title the cpbo title get that and fight some broad some legitimate fight some canadian broads and 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 make a skid row right and 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 work Work your crap, work on yourself. Work on yourself and 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 evolve and and be and and become something that now you can bring back to these broads that are beating you or have beat you and become a problem. Okay, because right now this is not a good look. Natasha Jonas coming from 132 pounds. Um and Natasha Jonas looks like a fighter who has stepped up in weight. She don't look like Terry Harper that look like you should have been 152 a long time ago, right? She Natasha Jonas looks like a fighter who has has, you know, she she eaten she eaten a little bit more on her plate. She you know, she she looking she looking a little bit more chunkier. Right, she she's not filling out, so she she's just a she just gained some weight, and she's floating. She's able to stand 
in 152 because 152 was a weaker weight class talent wise and Natasha Jonas at the end of the day her ass can fight so what she doing is she cleaning house Dikere you you was always big right you can't have somebody coming from 132 and, and, and beating you like that uh, she she took the picture with her arms up and everything. She had your blood all over her white tank top. It wasn't a good look for you. That means she bloodied you up. That's not a good look. Okay, I'm saying what I, I said, what I said, right? So sit down, you know, think about, look at what you've done. Look at your past fights. Think about what you're good at, because there are things that you're good at, and get rid of the shit that ain't working for you. And acquire some new skills and some new approaches. Uh, Michael Orr says, Dakare won the IBF super welter against Chris Namus, then defended it successfully three times, then lost to Shields, then one of the vacant... IBF super welter from Lozano, then she loses to Jonas. Thanks for sharing that, Mike. So, I mean, Chris Namus, y'all seen what Natasha Jonas did to Chris Namus, right? Okay. Did, did the Kerry do what Natasha Jonas did to Chris Namus, even though Chris Namus was coming off of stale bread. Like she, she was stale as shit. She should, she really shouldn't have fought uh, Natasha Jonas um, coming out of hiatus. I thought she was retired, but she fought Natasha Jonas. I think that was a paid thing. Her guy, her, her manager or her guy at the time was knocking hard at my door talking about uh sugar sugar i can get you these fights sugar sugar not knowing that you know i'm hip to the game like you trying to you you trying to get me these fights because you know i'm stale i haven't fought and um you trying to make some money off my blood and that's not gonna work right but chris namus she she bit the bait Okay, and and um, this guy got her fight, got her the fight with um, Chris Namus, got Chris Namus the fight with Natasha Jonas, and Chris Namus uh, got knocked out or, or, or knocked down bad by Natasha Jonas. Um, I don't know, all for a couple thousand dollars? Nah, my pride ain't never on sale. Okay, you ain't never gonna be, you can never buy my pride. Um, Michael Orr said, uh, she beat Namus unanimous decision over 10 rounds. Jonas beat Namus second round TKO. I mean, there's a story that's why I like I like where women's boxing is going now, right? Because now there's a story. Now we can now we can really talk boxing because 
you can we got mike here coming with the receipts the items on the receipt and every item on the receipt there's a story behind the item on the receipt where before back in the time back in the day around my time oh she's got 10 ko's and nobody no one's thinking that those 10 ko's were people that were um debuters or people you know that had never had a fight before that were probably took a, uh, some kickboxing classes and got set up because you can buy a license for uh, i think 30 bucks at the time and now you want somebody's record right like now there's a story behind these these receipts these names on these bras receipts and i and i like that um Michael Orr says, Namus was down round one and down in the second prior to the stoppage. Yeah, Jonas, Jonas, Jonas dispatched Chris Namus. Um, Michael Orr says, I call the gifts. I call them gifts. Okay, so um, I don't. Uh, if you're talking about gifts, as far as you know um robberies and setups and all of that shit those aren't gifts right because um i i take i take stuff like that seriously that that's the thing that this is the reason why i i don't like most journalists in boxing or or commentators in boxing because they've they've never even slid a glove on they've never stood in the ring they don't know what the shit feels like but yet they can put these words together and make a story that's some real bullshit right a gift you call a robbery a gift somebody woke up and dedicated themselves to preparing for a fight that they fought their ass off and actually won and was robbed of their blood, sweat, and tears. And it's a gift. Kiss my entire ass. You don't do that to people. That's why boxing is karmatic right because these people that got all of these gifts always end up paying the piper right i.e cecilia bag lady breakfast no one's even like shit people used to be on her jock like people used to be jocking her all the time you don't hear about her. You don't see her no more. Don't nobody want to hear her commentate. No, don't nobody. She she's not a part of anything anymore. No one's giving her any awards. And you know, it's like people it, like it, it. It's come to roost. Like now, it's shown that nobody really, nobody really respected you all that time. You was just paying the damn bill. Right, you was holding the the place in line for a real champion to come along, and we're still waiting for the real champion to come along. Right, 
I think Chantel Cameron is a real champion that has come around, come around. And I hope she steps up to 147 and takes that too, right? But I mean, I don't, at the same time, I hope another broad, another bad comes out from nowhere, comes out from the grimy depths of wherever women behaving badly comes from and just is the scourge, becomes the scourge of 147. And nobody knows where she comes from. That's an awesome story, right? And and I want it to be the grimiest story too, right? I, like, I, I want her to be one of them that came up from the gutter, from the basement, fighting in somebody's basement fighting on some in some somebody's bar strip club whatever i want i want that story i do it, it's just it, it's just interesting right but she gotta be real she gotta be real she gotta be a real fighter a real badass somebody that you 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 know is legit not somebody who sold ass to get where she she you know, has the belts. Someone who really fought to get herself out of the gutter, out of that gutter. Or a housewife, right? A housewife that decided, you know what, I'm gonna try this. And she behaved badly and she kept behaving badly and dedicated herself to it until she became a champion. These are the stories that I wanna hear. These are the stories that sell. This is real shit. One of my, one of my baddies that I teach in my boxing um, groups, because Sugar teaches the craft. I teach for those broads who wanna take it serious. And I have a couple of them that I can see if she really focused in, if she really locked in, she'd take this shit. She take she could take some of these paper tigers out there right now. But she gotta believe it in her heart and she gotta lock in and be dedicated. But that a lot of these bras out here have a story that they don't even realize is real. A lot of them are talented, right? But no one's looking at them. These are the champions that need to be made, right? The Olympic thing, it's been done. We want real broads, real crones, real women out here that have a fighting chance and are dedicated to fighting and making it to the top. Wow. Well, uh, so Michael Orr, with reference to the bad lady, Cecilia Brackus says she's becoming a part of the past, <laughs> a part of that. She's the past. <laughs> she's a cold fart in the wind. Have you ever like have in any of our conversations, it ever came up to where, oh, Cecilia, no. She hadn't done anything remarkable in her time besides 
receive gifts. And so that's why there's no story with her. There's nothing to talk about. Um, Michael Orr says the curtain call. Yup. Or whatever it is. Yeah. Close the curtain on that broad. She's she's stick a fork in her. She's done. Okay. Um, but they're like Tori Nelson. Okay. Um, there, there were some, there have been some real ones out there that I will always shout out and, 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 and give the spotlight to, and there are some real ones out there now, right? But you still got to make your story, you guys. Um, so, you know, I, I'm gonna give a shout out to my peoples because I'm gonna wrap up now. Okay. So tonight, tonight we had Michael Orr chiming in. Thank you. Thank you, baby, because you, you've been absent. So I like to see your face in the place, okay? My host chiming in, okay? Omar Johnson for dropping, for coming through. Talking about who over there, who over there? Trifene Scott, okay? We got some feminine, feminine energy in here. And all my people, all my viewers out here that, that watch, right? My, my um, supporters from WBAN, the Women's Boxing Archive Network. Y'all know we, I mean, we've been, had our ups and downs and yeah, I, I know you low-key, I know you, I low-key get on your damn nerves, but I love you. Um, Sue Fox, thank you for chiming in and supporting me and supporting women's boxing. You know, y'all always, if y'all want the news about women's boxing, find W. B-A-N on the internet, on Facebook, okay? I think that she might be on Twitter. Find, find it. It's been the Bible. That is the Bible of women's boxing, okay? Just like Ring Magazine is for the men's or so-called boxing, W-B-N-B-A-N is the Bible of women's boxing, Okay? They been been, Sue Fox been been, okay? She been biased sometimes and she been truthful sometimes, but she been sticking with us the whole time. And we love her for that. Um, About my father's business. Oh, and Eddie Montevolo. How can I forget Eddie, right? He's coming out with a podcast soon. And I'm hoping that he let sugar, he, he, he let, he, he let sugar um, show up some on, on his, give the world a, a little sugar on his podcast. But yes, Eddie Montavolo has been uh, an advocate, has been a supporter, a protector, uh, a promoter, a helper of women and women's boxing and women boxers, okay? I, I got to shout, shout these people out because they not new to this. They true to this. They are the gospel. Peter, Paul, Matthew, and them. You know what I'm saying? With, with, with Christianity. Well, for women's boxing, it's Sue, Eddie, um, Mary Owen, who've been taking pictures, Ben Ben. Okay, do, these are the apostles. These are the people who 
have been, 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 okay? These are the names. You will not hear these names anywhere else because don't nobody else know shit about women's boxing, okay? So I'm speaking these people's names out of love. Like I said, I know I get on their nerves. They may low-key not even like the girl, but I got to give respect and love to them because they been been. Um, about my father's business. Thank you for chiming in from uh, on a Wednesday night with Suge coming off of a long day of, well, you know, at, at work and, and, and working and, and, and just um, dropping in and showing love. I really appreciate that. Um, like, subscribe, share this sugar. Okay. And y'all, I mean, leave me some messages down here. Um, it, it, it has, oh, you know what I wanted to just mention really quickly? Y'all heard about what happened with Delphine Pursoon and um, uh, Iram Kerwak, Kerwat or whatever? Yeah, she got a funny name. And y'all know Sugar ain't good with names. Y'all heard about Delphine? Y'all heard Pursoon hit that girl while she was down in the back of the head on some, um, what was it? Roy Jones versus who? Because uh, Ikram Kerwat, she was, she, she, she was training with Roy she like she she was training with Roy so Roy must again got her hip to to the rules of that shit but anyway she got Ikram she, she's trying she's trying to get there she hasn't really done anything legitimate in in the game so her stepping up to fight Delphine for soon I guess was her um, attempt at having some legitimacy. And so um, Delphine was fighting this broad and she must have went down. And I mean, everybody, like, I, everybody knows Del Delphine Pursoon had a raw deal versus Katie Taylor. And I'm not sure if she took some of that aggression out in this fight, but while Ikram was down, or went down, she hit her in the back of her head while she was down, which is a no-no. And so the fight became a no contest. And um, Ikram, who I think was losing the fight. Um, wait a minute, my host put a link in. I'm not sure what that is. Um, oh, but my, okay, so my host put in the article about um, Delphine Pursoon hitting Ikram Kerwat while she was down in the back of the head and the fight becoming a no contest. But yeah, that's a no-no, especially in female boxing now, in women boxing now. Why? Because people are going to see this shit now, y'all. We can't, we can't do that. <laughs> Ain't no dirty dirt, dirt, dirt no more. Right? Gone are the days where shit like Christina Hammer getting TKO'd and still win the damn fight happens. Right? Receipts are being checked. People are watching now. 
So you've got to be, even though you're behaving badly, there is a, um, there is a protocol that we must follow, okay? Fight fair, if there's such a thing as fighting fair. But yes, we don't do that. We don't hit people while they're down. We hit them so they go down, okay? Um, so yeah, I mean, we're chatting about that like, subscribe share some of this sugar and leave comments down below okay um I, if you want to be a wise ass or not leave a comment let me know that you here and that you out there and that you loving the sugar show okay um i always try to chime in at uh on uh women's female boxing fridays with with the guys um uh, on on the talking fight, okay, where Sugar started out, but uh, it's a hit or miss for Sugar, okay? Um, meet me there. If you don't meet me there, don't be square. Meet me again next Wednesday, okay? Same time, same place. My face gonna be in the place, okay? Till then, okay? Bye-bye.